confidence still high after Birmingham's victory over Bristol City, the Blues host Yeovil Town this weekend. We will preview the game as well as recap the news from the Blues over the past seven days. All of this and more on this week's show. Welcome everyone to another episode of the only dedicated Birmingham City Ladies podcast, Grade Sense 68. It is episode 17. I'm Craig Hadley and I'm joined by Chris Pugh. Chris, how are you are you this week? Yeah, good, thank you, Craig. Yourself? Yeah, I've been pretty good, thank you. Been up to much this week, Chris? No, not a lot. Work, busy work and football, so... Bit of the usual then, Chris? Yeah, standard, yeah. I had a nice weekend uh, to Cardiff last weekend, see some friends for my girlfriend's birthday. That was nice. It was uh, a bit rainy, though. It's a bad thing it's been rainy everywhere. A bit bit of snow in the Midlands, wasn't there? Or is that a bit Yeah, cold? it was... No, it was chucking it down on, on Sunday morning, yeah. The uh, fa- fair amount falling, so... Not as bad as December, but... No. <laughs> You might be wondering in the intro why while I suggested we were playing Yeovil Town at Damson Park this weekend. Just to recap the story for those who haven't heard, Yeovil Town were drawn against Manchester United in the men's FA Cup draw, and they scheduled that for TV coverage on the 26th of January, which happened to be when we were going to be playing Yeovil Town at Hewish Park. So the clubs have been scrambling over the last few weeks to try and come up with a solution. And they've decided to reverse the fixtures, so we're going to be playing the home game first, and the away game now, and I think it's about April. As uh, per suggestion of Chris Freeville, our listener, he was the one who um, put that on Twitter, suggesting that's probably going to be the best option, and it proved to be the case. Mark Skinner spoke about momentum in the last week's show. This is certainly going to help that, playing at home. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Obviously, the game against Bristol, first home game in, in quite a while. And it was good to be back at home and, and we got a good result from it and, and a decent performance. A trip to Yeovil, you know, we would have had our plans and we would have been, you know, knowing what we were doing in training to, to prepare for a trip to Yeovil. But, but now, thankfully, it got sorted out and, and we've had a, a week or so to prepare a home game instead and, and the different challenges that I'll face. But like you say, I think it's good to have another home game so soon after after the Bristol game and hopefully that momentum can take us through. Let's hope so. Obviously, I'm not going to be making the game this week. We did look into it and see if we could cancel our hotel, but we can't. So I'm going to be enjoying a um, sunny Friday evening in the Oval uh, while everyone else is um, tucked into their warm beds at home, I think. I was going to say, you try to get a ticket, but they'll probably be all gone for the cup game. There's like three tiers of priority booking for that match against Manchester oh, United. Oh, OK. That's fair enough. So I probably got more chance of scaling the wall and getting in that way than getting a ticket for that one. Yeah, definitely. I will be looking forward to seeing how we get on on the weekend. Nonetheless, Chris will be a man on the ground and he will hopefully get some nice interviews for us next week for the show. Chris, are you looking forward to the game? Yeah, it's a difficult one. When you play a side that, that are on the run that Yeovil are in, obviously there's there's a lot more expectation from from fans for for a decent performance and and a victory and, and a few goals. But it, it's always difficult because you know Yeovil are going to come to us and like WSL two teams do to us, they're going to come and and try and make it difficult for us and hit us on the break. So it will be tricky. Yeovil have got good players in their squad and. Even, even though they've had a, a really tough start to the season. You hope that that Bristol game will have given our girls plenty of confidence and, and we can go and show our, our stuff once again. Absolutely. And if you were not uh, prepared for the trip to Yeovil, but you might fancy the home game now, it will be on this Sunday, 
this Sunday afternoon at 2pm. So get your tickets to that and get down to Damson Park for that game. Also in the news this week, ahead of the game, Yeovil Town have announced in the last few days that their captain, Ellie Curzon, has left the club to focus on her teaching career. This is the second case of a player stepping down from the top flight to focus on their teaching. It follows in the footsteps of former Everton captain, Michelle Hinnigan, who did the same back in September. It's not like this is a couple of fringe players, Chris, who don't get games leaving clubs. This is club captains, people who have earned the respect of their peers and have to give up the game because of reasons outside the game. And it's very sad. This is what the clubs are having to deal with and the players are going to have to deal with, you know, the fact that Yeovil have put so much effort into retaining their WSL 1 status, should I say, for next season. You know, obviously the well-publicised battle to, to try and achieve that status and go full-time. Obviously, they've they've got their licence, so they will be in WSL 1 next year. But it puts players in that position where you have to say, is it my career or is it is it the football that I focus on? Um, you know, obviously, Hinnigan chose her career and, and Ellie Kirsten's gone down the same road. Um, you know, and it, it is disappointing because Ellie Kirsten, as you say, you know, this isn't a fringe player who who not many people have heard of. You know, she's the club captain. She's she's put a lot of hard work and effort into into getting Yeovil where they are now. Um, and it's disappointing that that you know, even even the though the the women's game is progressing, certainly at the top level, you know, th- these players are still having to make this choice. Ellie Curzon led Yeovil Town to the WSL two title back in 2016 and has been described by the club as a fan favourite. She has made 67 league appearances for Yeovil, and manager Jamie Sherwood has even admitted it's hard to even think of a starting eleven without Ellie in it. She's been a huge part of the team's success. He goes on to praise her work with Yeovil's sister club programme, similar to the work that Keris Harrop and Emily Westwood do for the Blues. Is this the cost of professional football, Chris, losing these influential women in the game? It's the cost of, of clubs trying to trying to keep up with, with, with the bigger teams and, you know, having to readjust their budgets and everything. And, you know, but, you know, these are personal choices. Obviously, the girls who are playing, it's their dream to play professional football and be that level, that professional level where where they train every day and, and that is their main job. But it just shows the gulf, I suppose, between the, the top three, if you like, or top three or four, and then teams at the bottom of, of the same division where Man City's and Chelsea's have been able to achieve that professional status and, and that full-time status, whereas, you know, your Yeovils, your Everton have, have developed well this year and they're getting they're getting better at what they're doing and Redden have come through and done well. But, you know, you definitely need that money. And unfortunately for Yeovil ladies, the, the Yeovil men's team aren't exactly flush with money. So they have to make do and, and keep going a different way. Curzon has stated that she tends to continue playing football and will be seeking a club at the start of next season, hoping to balance her career and part-time football. No doubt a lot of non-professional teams, Chris, will be monitoring the situation closely. Yeah, definitely. Whatever the the WPL will become, um, like you say, the, the non-professional teams, they'll definitely be looking at Curzon. And, you know, I'm sure she'll want to stay local. So any, any clubs around in the south of England will... We'll definitely be looking at her as, as someone who can who they can bring in. We'll move on to our preview shortly, but first I'd like to talk to you about Simply Cook. Simply Cook is a subscription-based recipe box that delivers you the spices and pastes to really bring out your creative side in the kitchen. Simply Cook has 76 fantastic recipe cards to choose from and you will receive four of them at a time. 
I personally use the service and have done so since May and have tried at least 48 of the recipes on offer. How does it work? You sign up, choose the recipes that you want to try and they deliver the spices and paste to your door. All you need then is to buy the fresh ingredients from the shop and you are away. Broaden your cooking today and try Simply Cook. Simply go to bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y, forward slash Simply Cook 68. That's bit.ly forward slash Simply Cook 68. Sign up and you will have your first box half price. Help support the show today and try this great service today. It's now time for our preview of this Sunday's game against Yeovil Town. As previously mentioned, Yeovil will be without their captain, Ellie Curzon. Yeovil are now 10 games without a point going into this weekend. They have scored just three times in that time. Gemma Evans, Kaylee Green and Paige Sawyer were the goalscorers. Yeovil's top goalscorer from the Spring Series will be a familiar face to Blues fans. Our very own Lucy Quinn, who Birmingham signed ahead of the new season. Their only goals this time around, though, have been against WSL2 clubs. Despite their fantastic work off the pitch, it does appear to still be a work in progress at Yeovil, Chris. I think this season has shown that the gap between WSL 1 and 2 can be very big. They've put in half-decent performances, at, you know, but I think they got they lost eight at Liverpool, I think, um, recently. And I think defensively, you, you have to be on your game for, for 90 minutes and you have to be completely focused. Um, and whether it's that concentration that that is just lacking a bit that, you know, the lack of experience in WSL 1 against the best teams, whether that's having an impact or not. They've found life very difficult. You know, there's no getting away from that. Um, and obviously, we hope that we can continue that to make life difficult for them and and benefit us in, in the game on Sunday. I will temper expectations somewhat, Chris, by saying that Yeovil took their only point of the Spring Series in a 0-0 draw with Birmingham back in May. The result came two weeks after the FA Cup disappointment at Wembley. Uh, Do you think that played a part? Possibly, yeah. Um, But, you know, the the way they set up and the way they played in that fixture showed that I I think they'll do the same again. You know, they'll, they'll try and be hard to beat. They'll try and stop our scoring options. I'm sure they'll give us as, as much of the ball as we want in in our own half. But then you know they'll they'll try and press when when we get into their half and make life difficult for us. But we've just got to be patient and we we've got to trust in our own ability and our, you know our attacking options and 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 believe that they can they can make the breakthrough. If we get an early breakthrough, then then that changes the game and makes life a, a hell of a lot easier for us. Yeah, absolutely. The goal that came in the Bristol games uh, turned the game around for us and against Yeovil this Sunday. Uh, Blues need to build up build up slowly and then work the ball and we hopefully can get uh, the fortunes from that. We could also see the return of Abby Lee Stringer this weekend, who's yet to make an appearance since suffering glandular fever. Ellen White returned to action against Bristol City and is un- undergoing some warm weather training this past few weeks with England, along with Jess Carter, her teammate. The Sunderland result aside, it appears the new year has brought some fresh optimism amongst the Blues supporters, and hopefully we can continue that this weekend, Chris. Yeah, I think the Bristol game rekindled that optimism, if you like, and the performance and the result against Bristol that a few were saying, looking at our position in the league and and being slightly concerned for next season, but the, the Bristol performance and the result, like I say, showed that we are more than a match for everybody else in this division. We, we played well against Bristol and we deserve the three points. That optimism and and that confidence should go into go into this Yeovil game on Sunday now. And 
if we get an early goal, settle us down, get our attacking players going, and I'm, I'm certain we'll we'll have no trouble. Yeah, absolutely. And we're, and seeing some some of our players coming back from injury now, obviously getting to see Alan White and Charlie Wellings hopefully play up front for the first time since the Everton game is going to be um, nice to see. And then obviously Hannah Hampton's going to get some more game time, hopefully. And you want your best players involved, obviously. You know, we, we've missed Ellen, and it was it was fantastic to see her back in the Bristol game. Like you say, she's away with England now. Hopefully, you know, stepping up that fitness and and that sharpness and whether she starts against Yeovil or bring her on again in the second half and, and ease her back. Obviously, that's that's Mark's decision, depending on how, how she looks when she comes back, I suppose. Wellings and his stringers available again to come back in. You want your best players available and, and your best players playing. Not arrogantly, but you know I, I believe in, in our, our best 11 is better than Yeovil's best 11. And, and for that reason, I'm confident that we, we can go and get the three points again on Sunday. We've seen Paige Williams face her former side Everton this season and Hayley Ladd took on hers in the form of Bristol earlier this month. Do you think Lucy Quinn will relish the opportunity to face her former side? Yeah, I do. I, I, I think she's one that she's coming in the summer, late on in, in the transfer window, but she's shown she come on at Arsenal and, and she showed plenty of potential and, and she's got better and better as the season's gone on. I, I put out on Twitter, I think she's becoming a bit of a fan's favourite. You know, she's direct, she loves to attack. Loves to run with the ball, and and you love to see that in a player, and it excites fans when when players are like that. So, I hope she starts. I hope she relishes the the opportunity to play against a former team, and and and, and puts them to the sword. Hopefully, she was very complimentary when I spoke to her about Yeovil Town during those times when they were trying to raise the money, but earlier in the season, I think that was after the Everton game. I think I uh, know uh, Liverpool game. It was one of the games earlier in the season, anyway. And she obviously feels grateful for all that um, Yeovil gave her, but obviously she's going to be more than up for the game and hopefully we get a good result this weekend. Some optimism for, um, well, further optimism, I should say, for Blues fans going into this game is that Reading have Arsenal this Sunday and Sunderland face a tough test Manchester City. If Blues win and City and Arsenal also win, the Birmingham could move up to fifth in the table which, given the recent form, would be a remarkable turnaround, Chris. It also shows how tight the league is. You lose a couple of games and you can drop three or four places. You win a couple of games and you can climb likewise. So the fixture list has been slightly difficult to us in, at the start of the season with what with the away games and it being Arsenal and, and Man City and, and the like and, you know, a tough task at Reading away. So it was a tricky start. You know, Mark's mentioned that, but obviously you have to play Everyone has, has the same fixtures. So if Arsenal can get a result at Reading and, and Man City beat Sunderland, then all of a sudden lurking in eighth or you know towards the bottom of the table and, and then we're moving up to to halfway, it builds that confidence and momentum, like you said earlier, and you know that, that, that can only be good for us. We're moving on to your favourite part now, Chris. It's the predictions. Yay. <laughs> After losing such an influential player, it can sometimes have a positive or negative reaction on a team like Yeovil Town. They will either try to play twice as hard in honour of Curzon or suffer because of her absence. Nonetheless, I think it will be a chance for Blues to finally rack up a few goals this season. I'm going to go for an ambitious 4-0 win, Chris. Nice one. Uh, did I get it right last game? Uh, you did. You Spot on. Just, want, just wanted to point that out, yeah. Uh... <laughs> First time for everything. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, certainly. Um, yeah, I think I think the early goal could make a big difference, and you know, settle us down and and, and put the pressure back onto Yeovil. 
depending on who plays, we have we certainly have got goals in us. Confident we'll keep a clean sheet. I will go slightly more positive than you then. I'll go five, five now. And that's all for this week's show. Thanks to Chris for joining me. Chris, how can they find you? On Twitter, uh, at AWCAIB. You can follow me at Craig Hadley. And it's also thanks to Jazar for allowing us to use his song No Control in our intro and outro music. You have been listening to the Great Since 68 podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to us so you can receive the show every week as soon as it comes out. Just search for Great Since 68 on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and any other podcast platform you may use. If you prefer to listen through SoundCloud, be sure to give us a follow on there so you can get notified every single week when a new episode is available. You can also follow the show on Twitter at GreatSynth68. Thanks for listening, everyone, and remember, keep right on.